Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Shall I take your order, or do you need a minute? Yes, I'll be ready. Just buying a car on Carvana. What? It's super convenient. I already got pre-qualified in two minutes. All I had to do was answer a few questions. What? That's handy. Yeah. Now I'm customizing my down and monthly payments. What? That's an exquisite deal. And just like that, Carvana's delivering my car in a couple days. What? Oh, yeah. Uh, sorry. I'll have the burrito. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. Delivery fees may apply. We all know by now that atrocities were committed by Hamas on October 7th, which kicked off a vicious war as Israel defends herself from terrorists on every side. The toll on the Israeli people is staggering and massive. Hundreds of thousands of Israelis have been forced from their homes, entire communities torn apart, lives devastated by death and destruction. The International Fellowship of Christians and Jews, IFCJ, is right there in the middle of it every single day. They're distributing critical things like food, medicine, emergency supplies for hundreds of thousands of suffering people. The need is great, and that's why I'm here. Every donation is urgently needed to help the people of Israel. If you want to give, and you should... Go to supportifcj.org and give as generously as you can. Your gift will be matched to double the impact and help provide twice the support. Again, that's supportifcj.org. Supportifcj.org. You know, your house smells. Don't get mad. Don't get mad. My house smells too. I'm not, I'm not indicting you. I'm sure you keep a clean home, but just time means you're going to acquire smells, whether those are cooking smells that get in your paint, your carpet. Maybe they're animal smells. Maybe you're a smoker or someone else was. Just living creates smells. I didn't realize that my home had a smell to it until I got my first Eden Pure Thunderstorm, the greatest air purifier I've ever, ever owned in my life. This thing, I had it plugged in for two hours. I came back in the room and my air smelled so clean. I now own three of them. I'm not making that up. This thing has absolutely changed me on top of what it's done for my allergies. Go get one. Get two. 
Be like me and get three. Go to EdenPureDeals.com. Make sure you use the promo code JESSE. That gets you 10 bucks off and free shipping. EdenPureDeals.com, promo code JESSE. This is the Jesse Kelly Show. Do you believe in monsters? Do you think about it? Are you sure you don't? Have you stopped believing in them since you were a kid? Or do you just believe in different ones now? 1959, Russia. A group of hikers, 10 of them, took off towards the Ural Mountains. It's a mountain range there. You don't have to know about it. And they had a goal, and that goal was to climb Mount Oturton. Now, I should explain something about these 10 hikers before we go any further. They were all young in their early 20s. They were all extremely fit. They were all extremely experienced. And when I say extremely experienced, I think I need to explain something. They were all grade two hikers. And if they completed this mission... That meant they would become grade three hikers, which is the highest certification you can get. Now, I can see your eyes rolling into the back of your head. I don't know what any of that means. Here's what it means. What it means is you have proven you have massive amounts of experience doing what you do. You didn't just throw on a backpack that morning and start walking with a walking stick. These are people who would have to have proven They know their way around mountains. They know their way around hills. They know their way around rocks, avalanches, steep slopes, storms. These are experienced people, most likely people that grew up doing this in that mountainous area. I used to live in Montana for quite a while. We moved there until I was, or when I was 10, we moved there. I ended up graduating high school from there. And we would go up to, we'd go up skiing. And there would be avalanche risks and things like that along the ski slopes because it's a mountain. That's just the way it is. Well, they had certifications for all these different instructors and mountain-type people up there. And I will just tell you, having spent some time with these people, it takes a long time to get these certifications. These people knew what was what. That is going to be important to our story. So just know this. This is not a group of 10 hikers that took off, and I think we're just going to walk today. No, they knew exactly what they were doing. They knew how to do it. They knew how to face adversity. They knew how to pack in their food that they needed. They knew how to pack in their tents. They knew how to pack in their skis because you spend a lot of your time on cross-country skis when you're hiking through mountains like that. Again, not a skill you just step into and do one day. Long time, long time of experience it takes to get to be that good. 
And because they wanted their grade three certification, they had a really cool, albeit a little bit harrowing mission to climb Mount Oterton. Again, experienced smart people, so they got with their friends beforehand and said, hey, we're taking off here. It's the end of January. If we're not back by mid-February, something went wrong. Call. And that is, again, it sounds like such a simple thing, but that is something the, the most experienced people when it comes to mountains will do over and over and over again. Like the people I told you about on the side of the ski hill, they wear locators in case they do get caught in an avalanche and so they can be found before they suffocate to death under the snow. People check in always. I used to go hunting in the mountains by my, or, or with a group of guys. I'll, I'll tell you that story later, but you would check in no matter what. It was just part of what you did. You would make sure you told a friend or two, we are going here. We're going to be located approximately here. If we're not back at this time, send help. That is something you learn to do when you live in and around the wilderness. And so they did it. Again, experienced. Experienced. And 10 of them take off. Now, by the grace of God, one of them... Ends up having some severe health problems. He had had heart problems before. His knees were bothering him. Really soon after they took off, he turned around and went back. He was the lucky one. The other nine took off into the mountains. And you get to a point, again, when you're experienced, that you learn, well, wait a minute. We're going to be coming back through here at this spot on our way back. Why don't we unload some of this food so I don't have to carry all of it all the way? Bury it right here or stash it right there, depending on just how remote it is. I'll tell you, we used to bury our food in these big five-gallon sealable drums in the ground. We'd dig big holes in the ground and bury them under so no one would ever find them. And then we'd go back during elk season. They bury their food and they take off. And you can look all this up. After this, but there are pictures of this. There are diaries of this. We have their notes. We have their pictures of them on skis. We can see their faces. The leader of the group, his name was Igor Dyatlov. And Igor Dyatlov makes his way with his group into Dyatlov Pass, which was obviously not called Dyatlov Pass at the time. You'll figure out why here in just a moment. They begin their climb, and a horrible whiteout sleet blizzard hits. Now, having grown up in that area, maybe you didn't. It's scary. I will tell you that. It is scary. It is like something out of the movies when you get in some of those whiteout conditions in the mountains because you just cannot see. And you cannot land navigate. And this is pre-GPS times. If your GPS would even function, you can't see. I've been in a sandstorm like that in Iraq before, and it was horrifying. You just your, your hand barely in front of your face. You can't see. So they lost their way a little bit. Not the end of the world. Ended up drifting a mile west, of course. We know all this, again, from their diaries. Got a little lost. Drifted a mile west. Decided... That they were just going to camp out there on a mountainous slope for the night. 
Again, not anything that would be unfamiliar to experienced hikers like this. People camp out on mountain slopes all the time. It's good practice. You have to learn how to do it. Again, it's not for everybody. You and I think about camping as throwing a tent on the flat ground by the lake. This is a little bit more difficult. However, something people like this do. Winter conditions, lay out their tents, which we know they did. Get a little twisted around, which we know they did. But all's good. Tents are set up. Crawl into bed that night, which we know they did, and all is fine because they'll ride out a blizzard in a tent, right? Except none of them were alive the next day. And none of them were in their tents the next day either. February 20th rolls around. Keep in mind, this is a few weeks after. People are... A little concerned. Remember, these were experienced hikers and said, hey, if we don't show back up here, uh, send a rescue team, please. They did send a rescue team. Rescue team makes its way into the mountains. Now, it would take a little bit of time because, remember, they veered off course, but an experienced rescue team would realize this. So they do a little hunting around on the direction they thought they were going to go, and eventually... They think they see it up ahead. They think they see the tents. They're, I mean, they're a little disheveled, but okay, we'll, we'll make our way over there. And they start making their way towards the tents. The rescue team starts to approach these tents, and this is this looks weird. And they get to the tents. And the tents are empty. And the tents have been cut open from the inside. Hang on. Truth. Attitude. Jesse Kelly. They find the tents, and the tents have been cut open from the inside. Why were the tents cut cut open from the inside? There were still the doors on the tents. And they start looking around, and what do they see? Well, there were nine people in this group. There were also nine sets of footprints leaving the area. What's weird is... These experienced hikers, these people who knew all about what they were doing, they were all barefoot, or all at least in their socked feet, and virtually all of their gear was still in the tents that they cut open. Strange, right? But still not... Totally unexplainable. What if a, a band of robbers started shooting at them? I mean, who, who knows? I mean, you could at least come up with something so far. Okay. All right. Oh, don't worry. It, it gets much stranger. Well, there's a line of trees about a mile away from this tent site. They see plenty of shoe prints or footprints heading that way. And they take off that way. And what do they find? Well, they find two guys named Yuri. 
I'm not going to even attempt to pronounce these Russian last names. One starts with a K. And the other one starts with, I forget. No, a D. One starts with a K, the other one starts with a D. They find these two guys right as you go into the trees. These guys are dead. Frozen solid on the ground. Keep in mind, we're talking 20 below zero here. And they're in their underwear. And nothing else. A mile away from the tent site. Oh, did I mention? They have rips and tears in the palms of their hands as if they were trying to climb trees. And so the investigators began looking at the cedars around them. 15 feet off the ground, there were broken branches on the cedar trees around them as if these men were trying to climb to escape something. They kept looking because that's, that's two down. We got seven more to go. And they found three more a little ways further into the trees. Now, they thought all... All five of these people died of hypothermia. That's what they thought. But that didn't explain the fact that one of the next three they found was kind of brown, not just purple. And he had a gray liquid coming out of his mouth. One of the next three they found had head injuries that looked like he fell and hit his head repeatedly. Another one of the next three they found had a baton-shaped bruise on her side. Well, that's all extremely weird, is it not? Again, all of them in their underwear. Well, that's five down. There were nine total, and they couldn't find the other four. Frustrating. The search would continue, but... Okay, that was weird enough. Only two months later, they did find the other four. Further into those woods, there was a 75, I believe it was 75 feet. It was a ravine. 75 meters, I'm sorry. It was a ravine. And they found the four at the bottom of this ravine. Only... These four didn't die of hypothermia. These four died of something nobody can explain. The first one, Nikolai was his name. He suffered significant skull damage. Two of the others had huge, significant chest wounds. Only not wounds like an axe. Not skull damage, like an axe, wounds, and I quote, consistent with a high-speed car crash. You think I'm done? I'm not done yet. One of them, with the terrible wounds, and only one, her eyes were missing. And her tongue was missing. And her lips were missing. Remember, we were looking for four more. This, this part gets just as weird. That was three of the four with the skull fractures and the chest caving in and the missing eyes and the missing tongue. 
they found the fourth guy right down there with them, and he was fine. He had died of hypothermia. No major wounds like the other four. As you can imagine, questions were raised, but keep in mind where and when we are. This is 1959 in Russia. Russia only adding to the mystery of everything and only adding to the confusion that remains to this day gave some weird incident about it being an avalanche or something and sealed the case up and would not let anybody else in there to investigate. Now, obviously, we know it wasn't an avalanche. An avalanche would explain virtually none of what we see. None of what we see. It just wouldn't. But Russia is what Russia is. In fact, they actually opened an investigation into this again last year. Chris, did you know that? (laughs) Yeah, last year. Now do you believe in monsters? There is something in the human psyche. You have it. I have it. We all have it. That we like to explain everything dangerous around us. We like to put our arms around it. We like to explain it. I just don't want any mystery to it. And as long as there's no mystery to it, it doesn't freak us out. How many Americans die every year from heart disease? How many Americans die every single year from cancer? Car accident. I mean... Thousands, right? Tens of thousands. That's just what happens. And yet, we don't demand round-the-clock news coverage of every one of them. We don't sit around demanding government action for every single one of them, do we? When's the last time you demanded government lock everybody down until we figure out heart disease? We're going to lock everybody down until we figure out car accidents. As I said yesterday, you could eliminate car accidents tomorrow. Tomorrow, the United States government could eliminate car accidents. No more vehicles allowed on the road. But you don't, and you don't demand that. And why don't you demand that? The same reason I don't, because I can explain it. I feel like I can maybe try to avoid it. And more than any of that, I convince myself it can't happen to me by accident. Now, if I die of heart disease, it's going to be because I ate three cheeseburgers a day. We let this whole coronavirus thing cause us to do things we would never have done a month ago because it's a monster. And monsters scare us. And that incident I just described is going to creep you out and it's going to haunt your dreams tonight, not because of hikers dying, hikers die all the time, but because you don't want to think about that the next time you pitch your tent with your family by the lake. The truth of the matter is simply this. There are monsters everywhere.
The Jesse Kelly Show. Your holster is way more important than you think it is. It's just way more important than you think it is. What, look, and I get that. The holster's not the sexy part of carrying firearms, right? You want to talk about your weapon and your ammunition. You, you want to talk about your safety training. You want to talk about how you did at the range. Oh, look at my groups. I was doing these failure drills today. And all that stuff's really important. I mean, really, really important. I'm not discounting that. But I've known so many people who do all those things. They take all the necessary steps, and then they carry with a holster they bought from a big box hunting store that was made a thousand at a time. Please, don't put your life in one of those holsters. You need to trust Northwest Retention Systems because it's all custom-made gear. It's the only thing I carry around. NWRetention.com. That's nwretention.com. Use the promo code JESSE. Get you 10% off. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine. Now through March 26, head in store, shop for all your favorite personal care essentials, and earn four times rewards points. Shop for items like Crest toothpaste, secret deodorant, Old Spice deodorant, or Gillette razors. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. If you are an accredited investor, U.S. oil and gas should be part of your investment portfolio. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. Beyond the possibility to invest in a sector that historically delivers sound returns, when you invest with Labrador Energy, you may be able to structure your investment to offset active or passive income. According to many sources, U.S. oil and gas drilling remains one of the best tax-advantaged income investments available. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. You may be able to reduce your tax liability while investing in a sector that historically delivers sound returns. Learn more at LabradorEnergy.com today. Offer for accredited investors only. Past performance is no indication of future results. Investing involves risk. Consult your legal, tax, and financial advisors and read the prospectus before making any investment decisions. Visit LabradorEnergy.com for the prospectus and more information. Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation made a promise to ensure we never forget. Since then, it's been committed to supporting America's heroes and their families. Heroes like U.S. Army Specialist Michael Hook. Hook was killed in Iraq when his helicopter was shot down. He had enlisted in the military after graduating high school. He left behind a pregnant fiancé who gave birth to a son he would never meet. Thanks to the generosity of friends like you, Tunnel to Towers paid off the mortgage on his family's home, relieving a financial burden and bringing stability. The foundation helps Gold Star and fallen first responder families, as well as our nation's most catastrophically injured heroes and homeless veterans. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good. 95 cents of every dollar you give goes directly to its programs. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org. Never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices our heroes have made for us. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.